They've got a Super Bowl favorite, two young teams on the rise, and yes, the New England Patriots. The AFC East, that's the focus of today's TDN Daily. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert back with you once again. Hope everyone is having a great start to their Wednesday. The AFC East, the focus of today's show. Love to do these divisional checkups at different points of the season. And we've gone through the NFC West at times. We've talked about the AFC West. Felt only right to talk about the uh, the division in my backyard, the division that I know very well, uh, the AFC East. So that is the focus of today's show. But before we get into that, I've got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online. Basketball is back in Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season. And at Bet Online, you're always going to find the latest odds, the team matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all of your sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways for the entire season. They're always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Just head on over to betonline.ag to join, and you're going to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit just make sure to use our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your rewards bet online where the game starts and the afc east had a team on by i think they had two teams on by the patriots were also on by this past week the dolphins uh, get a dub the bills play potentially the game of the year and we turn the page towards the de facto second half of the season as we are into week 11 and we have a division that has all four teams above 500 they are the only division in football that can boast boast that claim through 11 weeks. Entering week 11, the AFC East, the only division that has four teams above 500. And I don't know if that was going to be the division that you would say would have that. Now, I don't know if there would be a division. Maybe it would have been the AFC West. You got to go all the way back to the summertime before we saw any signs of Denver Bronco, the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson struggling before we had any signs of the Las Vegas Raiders getting up to the start. I need you to put yourself back in that summertime mode when we were talking about the AFC West. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Another year of Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert. The Broncos add Russell Wilson. The Raiders trade for Devontae Adams. That version of the AFC West when we thought, oh man, it is going to be the wild, wild west. We did a whole podcast on that on this topic a couple of weeks ago. That probably would have been the division that you would have said, yep, that's the division that's probably going to have four teams, 500 or better. Now, the the NFC East also giving it a run. Their lowest team is the Washington Commanders at 5-5, five and five, so they are knocking on the doorstep of joining that elite company of having an entire division be above 500. But I don't know if anybody would have thought that the Jets, the Patriots, I think everybody thought the Bills and the Dolphins would be good. Everyone thought the Bills and the Dolphins would be above 500. But did anyone see through 11 weeks this is the way the order would break down? The Dolphins in first place at 7-3. and three, The Jets in second place at 6-3. and three, The Bills tied record-wise, but because of the tiebreaker of the Jets beating the Bills, find themselves in third at 6-3. six And three, and the New England Patriots at 5-4. and four. Is that the way anybody thought it was going to break down? I certainly didn't. I'm a fan of one of the teams in the division. I certainly didn't see it breaking down this way, and I think that's what makes it fun is you got to play the games. The games get played. We learn a lot throughout the process, and the the results come on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays, and it allow us to really take stock of what these teams are. And when you look at the way that this has started, right, teams can start hot. Teams can get off to good starts. Teams can play relatively well in the early part of the season. But I think you have four teams that 
are what their records say they are right now, and four teams that are gunning to make the playoffs in the AFC. Now, are all four going to get in? No, because these teams got to play each other down the stretch. These teams are going to give each other losses, and depending on the way it breaks down and depending on the way the rest of the league, uh, the conference plays out, I find it very difficult to believe that four AFC East teams are going to get in. I find it very hard to believe that three AFC East teams are going to get in. That's not just something that happens on the regular basis. It just You just don't see three teams from a division get in. And again, the Jets have a game against the Bills, the Patriots, and the Dolphins in the second half. So they've only played three division games. They have the re- the other three coming here in the second half, and they're all on the road. That's just the Jets side of the schedule, right? All of these teams are going to have some tough games in the second half but let's talk about each of these teams individually and the litmus test of where they're at and where they're going from here and oh by the way if you need any more of an indicator of how these teams are doing a bit of an advanced analytic for you from football outsiders they just released their new dvoa rankings for the week going into week 11 yesterday the bills at number one the dolphins at number seven the jets at nine so three of the top 10 teams in team dvoa have three AFC East teams in the mix. So whatever statistics you want to look at, you are seeing teams that are playing extremely good football right now and extremely competitive football, and it is going to be down to the wire. And that's all you can ask for uh, if you're the NFL schedule makers, that these games late in the season are going to matter, and there's an entire division at stake. The Bills haven't run away and, and hid with this thing. The Dolphins haven't run away and hid with this thing. All four teams have a legitimate shot if they can get hot at the right time and they can pick off the division opponents at the right moment the division could be theirs. And that's why just this Sunday, when the Jets take on the Patriots, that feels like a really big game. The Dolphins are on the bye this week. The Jets win that football game. They take first place. They lose that football game. They go all the way behind the Bills and the Pats and go all the way to last place. Isn't this fun when one game can can make that big of a difference? We'll talk about the Miami Dolphins, who are playing some exceptional football as of late. You're watching a team really hit their stride offensively. They've rattled off four in a row. Bit of a streaky team. Three wins to start the year, three losses in the middle of the season, and now they've rattled off four straight wins. And they are doing what you are supposed to do. When you are playing an inferior opponent, you got to get the job done. The last four wins, the Steelers, the Lions, the Bears, the Browns, two of those games on the road. Those are teams that the Dolphins, on paper, are better than. And so to come out and have four wins in a row against those teams, you're taking care of business. Their three losses this season are to the Bengals, an above 500 team, the Jets, a team one game behind them in the win column, and a team that beat them. You know, the Jets and Dolphins play. The Jets won that football game. They got a big duel there at the end of the season. A Jets team that has beaten everybody in that division, other than the New England Patriots. They beat both the Bills and the Dolphins. So it's a good football team you lost to, and you didn't have two in that game. And you lose to the Vikings in a close game. Vikings might be the best team in football, just based on record, and the Eagles lost after what the Vikings did on Sunday in Buffalo. So those are your three losses. Other than that, you got seven good wins. You're beating the teams you're supposed to beat. And oh, by the way, your next game up coming out of the bye, the Houston Texans. So another game that you should realistically win and set you up for a really good stretch because the back half of the season is tough. At the 49ers, at the Chargers, at the Bills, home against the Packers, at the Patriots, against the Jets. So if they're going to make it and they're going to win the division, let's just look at this through the lens of winning the division. If the Dolphins are going to be the team at the end that holds up the, the crown of AFC East champions, they are certainly going to earn it. Now, do they get streaky again here and and find a couple of losses here to really kind of even things out? I mean, listen, 10 wins is probably going to get you in the playoffs in the AFC. The Dolphins need three more, and they're probably going to get one right out of the bye to get to eight. So you have to find two wins out of your remaining six games. You have to go two and four to get yourself to a 10-7 record, which is probably going to be good enough. 11, you feel really comfortable, so that would be three wins after you beat the Texans. You go three and three, you play 500 football the rest of the way. 
And that's what happens when you get off to a good start, folks. And the, the Dolphins feel that way. The Jets feel that way. The Bills, this was kind of the expectation. But when you can get off to a good start, you earn yourself some wiggle room in the latter part of the season. And that same thing can be said about the New York Jets. Because I don't think anybody, myself included, when doing the schedule and going to, I think I think we refer to it as our second favorite website behind the Draft Network, playoffpredictors.com, doing this before the season, I was able to get the Jets to about eight or nine wins. But I was only able to do so with a meaty win total in the back part of the schedule. I thought coming out of the bye, and these are their games just out of the bye because they're just coming off the bye this week. This is what the second half of the schedule. So just for a moment, put the six and three start out of the out of your mind for just a second. At the Patriots, home against the Bears, at the Vikings, at the Bills, Lions, Jags, at the Seahawks, at the Dolphins. I can think of three games that they should win right away in the Bears, the Lions, and the Jags. Now, the Seattle's playing better than I thought they would when I made the prediction, but I thought they could go up there and win that game against Seattle. And then you have one, you get one divisional win. That gets you to four or five wins in just the second half of the year. And I thought if they were able to win two or three games in the first half of the season, there you go. You get to eight wins, a great year two for Robert Sala. You see progress from Zach Wilson. You see this young team coming together. Great. You go from two wins to four wins, six wins in the last two seasons, and then you win eight wins. You are a team that is on the ascent. You are a team that is on a rise. You are doing what you're supposed to do when putting together a young contender. When you're trying to emulate what the Dolphins are doing, what other teams around the league are doing, you're, you're right on task. It's a little different when you start 6-3 and three and you go to Lambeau and you beat the Packers. You go to Denver and you beat the Broncos. You beat the Dolphins. You win that miraculous game. Again, that's the other thing, too. These margins are so thin. They they played the first four games without the first three games without Zach Wilson, and they won one of them in miracle fashion. You know how, how much better that gives them in terms of wiggle room in the second half of the season that they were able to do that against Cleveland? Now, you can't rely on that. Oh, by the way, their wins since then have not relied on luck. They're going out there and beating football teams, playing good defense, making plays when they need to. But a, a bounce of the ball going your way, and you're able to do that against Cleveland, boy, does it set up to where you got to win four games to get to to get to 10, and again, 10's going to get you in the conversation, 10's going to get you in the door and get a seat at the table to at least be in the mix, and the Bears, Lions, and Jags are all games, they're home, they, they get all three of those teams at home, the Jets will be favored in all three of those football games, barring injuries across the board, you win those three games, you get to nine, you got to pick one off against the Patriots, the Bills, the Seahawks, the Dolphins, and the Vikings, that's it, and then you get to 10, and if you win any more than that, you're putting together one of the best seasons in recent memory for the New York Jets. Again, getting off to a good start. Doing the things you're supposed to do. Get the breaks to go your way. Beating the teams you're supposed to beat. The breaks going your way against Cleveland. You get Kenny Pickett in his first time playing NFL football coming in at halftime for the Steelers. You catch the Dolphins when they don't have Tua. You get the Packers when they come back from London after losing to the Giants. You get Denver without Russell Wilson. All these excuses that everybody made for all these wins that the Jets put together, but at the end of the day, what would have been said if they didn't win those games? you got to take advantage of the situations that are presented to you. It's what good football teams do. They take advantage of opportunities, and that's what the Jets have done all season. It's what the Dolphins have done, and it's what, and it's what those two teams are going to need to do moving forward if they're going to want to stay in the mix. Now, again, I, I, the team I did not think I was going to be talking about third here on the list is the Buffalo Bills. But again, that's where they sit in the standings and coming off a really bad stretch where they lose two games, two close games against two good football teams. Let's call it what it is. The Jets are a good football team and the Vikings might be the best team in football. You play two close games. You lose by three points in both of those games. You're in those games late. Potentially the game of the year against the Vikings. You don't overreact to two losses in a row. You don't overreact because you went into Arrowhead and you beat the Chiefs. You've beaten the Ravens. 
you beat the Titans, who are coming on strong here after an 0-2 start. They're probably going to be the focus of tomorrow's podcast since they play on Thursday Night Football. Bit of a spoiler, bit of a look-ahead for you of what tomorrow's podcast is going to look like. And you come out and you get the Browns and Lions in your next two. Buffalo Bills are fine. Josh Allen appears to be okay. Was able to play through that game. Yeah, it didn't feel like he had the zip that he normally has, but still able to make plays and give his team a chance to win the football game. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, he makes some mistakes, but if if a couple plays go their way, he might not be in a position to make those mistakes because they might be able to try to run the football or call some different plays to try to run the clock out. So, again, a, a, a chance fumble in the, in the end zone allows the Vikings back into the football game. Do not overreact to two losses in a row. And again, a second half of the schedule that sees the Bears on it, sees the Lions. Didn't know that they had to play the Patriots twice. I thought we, we got one of those games early in the season, but we did not. So they got the Patriots twice in the back half of the season. They go to Cincinnati. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a great schedule, but the Browns and the Lions, the next two, should be two games for the Bills to get to get right, get to 8-3, and three, and then start that stretch where four of their last six are against divisional opponents. And that's where the division's going to be won. And I think that's the that's the takeaway I want everyone to have here. This division is not over. This division has not been won by any team. I don't think there is a team that is more favored than the other in this division. You have it. Any one of these teams can get hot. They're divisional games. They're able to go any sort of different direction. So far, the only team that's played, you know, the, the Dolphins and the Jets both have played three division games. Both are two and one. The Bills are still searching for their first division win. The Patriots' lone division win is against the Jets. And so these things are all going to sort themselves out. And when you have all of these teams that are playing each other in the back half of the season all these games are going to be ever more important because all these teams are playing good football and every one of these games is going to imagine uh, going to matter to that margin of victory that I was talking about earlier in terms of getting to the magic number of double digit wins probably gets you to a playoff spot so we're not going to panic over two losses for the Buffalo Bills to two good football teams one on the road uh, in New Jersey and then one at home against the Vikings we're not going to overreact to that because there's two get right games here for the Bills that can probably get them to eight wins and then you feel a lot better about the eight and three Buffalo Bills and then we'll wrap with the New England Patriots, a team that, you know, five and four, not really where I expected them to be. I thought this team was going to take a step backwards. I thought this team was going to struggle. But when you look at what they have been able to do, it's kind of they, they hit a stride and then they take a step backwards. And then they kind of hit a stride and then they take a step backwards, right? They start the year one and three, and then it feels like they've turned the corner with beating the Lions and beating the Browns. And you're thinking, okay, three and three, this is kind of where the Patriots are going to sit. Some days they're going to have it, some days they're not. And that's exactly what happens. Some days they don't have it and they lose to the Bears 33-14. And then they beat the Jets and they beat the Colts because they get those two teams and they've done very good against Zach Wilson and they, they catch the Colts at, at the right time. And so you look at the second half of their schedule, the back half of their schedule, I should say. You got the Jets at the Vikings, the Bills, the Cardinals, the Raiders, the Bengals, the Dolphins, and they close with the Bills. We mentioned those two Bills games when we were talking about the Bills, but they have a stretch there against the Cardinals and the Raiders. Yeah, they're two road games, but you got to think Bill Belichick and company are going to be favored in both of those football games. Uh, going to the Raiders, that team's a mess. Going to the Cardinals, what version of the Cardinals are you going to get? This division is wide open, and I knew it going into the podcast. I've known it while watching all these games all season, but it's fun to do the thought exercise to look at how these teams got here, to look at where they're going, what games they have at the end of the schedule, because the New England Patriots are a team right now at 5-4. and four. If you told me they end up the year with 7 wins, I wouldn't be surprised. If you told me they find a way to get to 10 or 11 wins, I wouldn't be surprised either because of the brand of football that they play. If they beat the Jets, that gets them to 6 already. You give them the Cardinals and Raiders, that gets them 8. They win one game game against the Bills you're at nine you can very easily talk yourself into it and I think that is the the takeaway from this division is these teams play good enough football 
that you can give them any sort of scenario. You can give them any win on their schedule and say, yeah, if the right version of this team shows up, they can win that football game. And to me, that's where it's going to be won. Which teams can show up in those big time moments? Which team can win the, win the games that they're supposed to? Which team can get the breaks to go their way? Which teams can continue to find the success that they have found in the early part of the season? Because all, all four of these teams have found success. Some for longer stretches, like the Jets and the Dolphins and the Bills, the Patriots, it's kind of hit or miss, but they have found stretches. They're on a two-game winning streak right now. Which team can continue that success? Which team can find their groove at the, the most important part of the season and rack up those wins in the AFC East? It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a fan base that is going to be heartbroken, and don't you think that in the back of my mind, I'm not thinking that it's going to be me and the New York Jets, the team that is on the outside looking in, because the thought has crossed my mind multiple times of when the when the air gets let out of the balloon here, but they play the games for a reason. They play them out. We will see how this division plays out, and I hope that when we look back at this, at the end of the season, talking about the AFC East as the best division in football, uh, having four teams above 500 right now, it, it bears out that way where they are the team. They are the division that gets three teams in the playoff picture. Would be a sight to see. Would be a lot of fun uh, to be able to talk about that at the end of the year that the, the AFC East did get three teams in. And again, right now, the favorites would be the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Bills from where they sit in, in the standings. I hope everybody enjoyed today's podcast. Thanks, as always, to Bet Online for their continued support of the podcast. Like I mentioned, we're going to talk about the Tennessee Titans tomorrow on the show. They got a matchup with the Green Bay Packers. We'll talk about how they've been able to get to a 6-3 and three record for a team that's had a lot go wrong for them in a lot of different ways, yet here they are still at 6-3, and three, leading that AFC South, but in a position in the playoff race in the AFC. So we'll talk about that tomorrow on the show. Hope everyone has a great rest of their Wednesday. I'll talk to everybody tomorrow.